pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready. Welcome to This Feels Terrible. I'm your host, Erin McGathy. I hope you are doing well. I'm doing well, I think. I'm busy rehearsing my show Murder Town, my one-woman murder mystery comedy for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And um, if you don't know what the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is, it's the largest arts festival in the world. And there are 3,000 shows that happen over the course of 29 days in Edinburgh, Scotland, which is a beautiful medieval city. It's where J.K. Rowling wrote... Harry Potter, um, and the buildings look like Hogwarts and apparently inspired Hogwarts. So I'm really excited and scared and anxious and thrilled about my show that I'm debuting at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in two weeks. It's a weird show. Um, and it's also my dream show and I'm putting a lot of prep into it. So, so I'm excited to share it with people, but, um, you know, when you put a lot of your heart and preparation to things, the risk is is so much higher, isn't it? I've also, over the last two or three years, been doing live shows almost exclusively about dating and relationships and just my own mistakes. And I don't, I don't write those typically. I just kind of like bullet point things. So if things ever don't go great, I can always just chalk it up to, well, I didn't really prepare for it. Um, so I'm excited, really excited to be doing this show that's that's totally different from um, things that I've done recently. But again, I'm really nervous about it. Uh, but I think you'll like it. So if you're listening to this and you're going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival or the Dublin Fringe Festival in September, come see the show and say hello afterwards. Um, I'm playing at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, I'm going to be doing the show every single day from August 2nd to 28th at the Rose Theater. And you can get tickets at AaronMcGathy.com. And I promise this isn't just an advertisement. There's a reason why I'm talking about the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I thought this week I would have a fellow Edinburgh Fringe performer... And uh, not only is she an Edinburgh Fringe performer, she's also actually from Scotland. And she's hilarious. She's such a great stand-up. And she made a huge splash at the Edinburgh Fringe last year with her stand-up show, Fern Brady, Male Comedian. Her name is Fern Brady. Uh, and here's a, here's a clip from Fern's stand-up from a 2016 set on Comedy Central in the UK. This is very exciting. Uh, in Scotland, where I'm from, we still don't have female comedians. So usually when you walk on stage, the men in the audience just have this disappointed look like, why is the stripper talking? <laughs> I hate her. 
So this is lovely. I thought I was having a good year in comedy because a magazine in Scotland got in touch with me to say, hey Fern, you've been voted number 99 in Scotland's 100 hottest cultural contributors. Amazing. <laughs> Finally, the applause I've searched for all my life. <laughs> number 99 in the 100 hottest cultural contributors of Scotland. Who else could be on this illustrious list? I looked down the list. Number 98 was a park in Glasgow. <laughs> Something what dogs shit into has contributed more to the country than me. So I moved to London to follow my dreams. Don't really like it. Do loads of tourist things to try and justify paying a thousand pounds a month to live in a cupboard. So... <laughs> I went to the London dungeon because it had this sign outside saying, officially, the scariest attraction. But I thought the scariest attraction was that thing where you get adopted and then you grow up and then you meet your biological father and you accidentally fall in love with him. <laughs> so that's just a small hint of how layered and great Fern's act is. This year, Fern is back at the Edinburgh Fringe with a new show called Fern Brady, Suffer Fools. We chatted a couple of weeks ago back, a couple of weeks ago back. See, my brain is just, it's all Fringe all the time. I can't even, I can't even speak. Uh, we, talk, we talked a couple of weeks ago in Dublin. Uh, she was over, she was over here doing some preview shows of her Edinburgh Fringe show. And we recorded this in my, in my office that I share with some other writers, which is, which is only notable just because at the end of the interview, you can hear, um, another comedian walk in named Ruth Hunter, who is actually meeting Fern to walk to a gig. So that's what's happening there. Uh, but Fern and I talked about a really dark relationship she was in when she was younger. And we recorded about half an interview because she had to go do a gig. So we decided, and you'll hear us decide this, uh, or I decided, I pitched that we would continue our interview um, in Edinburgh and see just how she's doing. Because at the time of this interview, she was really nervous about the fringe, like myself. And um yeah, I think it'll be interesting to hear how she's doing and and how everything is going. And in the second half of the show, I'm going to play for you um, part of the This Feels Terrible live show that happened this week in Dublin. Uh, I'm going to play for you a segment that I'm calling Bad Boys, Sad Boys Couch, where I had four comedian friends who had just gone through breakups up on the couch and I, and I asked them questions. But first, here is my chat with Fern Brady. When I was someone for like two and a half years, uh, when I was 18, from when I was 18 and he was like the best looking person in my town and uh, an artist as well how big how big is your town um and what's the name of your town Bathgate and uh it's just like a little small town outside of Edinburgh um and he he was he was proper good looking and he was he went to New York and got scouted as a model for a Trump <laughs> modeling agency. Oh no. He was a model for Trump. Oh which my god. Should be a bad thing. <laughs> and then and then I didn't know he had a modeling agency. Yes. Uh. <laughs> and then um so he was really he was like out of my league good looking and really like talented and stuff and uh, and really charming and everything and then um 
I'm sorry, really quick question about him being scouted. Was he just walking on the street or was he sipping a milkshake or like, what was the... I think walking in the street or at an art gallery or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, he was was an artist and then I lived with him because my mom used to kick me out of the house all the time. Uh, So I lived... For uh, what? With her. Sorry, I have some weird questions. For for what? Why would she kick She's you out She's nuts. <laughs> um, so I lived with him in this flat with like this weed dealer that had given away all his possessions because he'd read a book on Buddhism and he was nuts. <laughs> and, and we didn't have very much furniture and it was like, I thought I was so bohemian. Mm. Uh, and someone tried to rob the flat one time, uh, but they didn't take anything because all we had was like classical music records and <laughs> um, my university textbooks. Right. Um, so yeah, this guy was like really into classical music and he would make me go and watch um, Stravinsky's Rite of Spring with him and then shout at me <laughs> for falling asleep during it. And he was like obsessed with Mahler's Das Lied von der Erde and would just oh, wow. go on and on about it to me. It was so fucking weird. And like, he's he's like a like a classic art student in like 1971. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dressed about like that as well. Mm. And then he'd um, get me to like pose for him for his drawings and stuff. Uh, is he a good artist? Yeah, he was great. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he was really really great. But he was a maniac, uh, and he was uh, abusive. But at the time, I didn't know it was like violent uh i just thought it was like i just sort of thought well i was reading a lot of sylvia plath and ted hughes biographies <laughs> so i thought that we were like that right uh and i just thought it was like passionate or whatever yeah it's very romantic when you're young and then it sort of really really slowly he would do things like um say so my best friend was really funny and I really like look up to her and he would be like she's not as funny as you think or Mm. he would make like little comments like that and now in hindsight I realize this is like a classic thing of isolating you from your friends or Mm -hmm. saying things about your family and stuff and isolating you more and more and because I was falling out with my mom uh and I think my parents were splitting up or something. Uh, I just became more isolated. I didn't have very much money either. Uh, and then he was like really possessive. He was then he was obsessed with uh, the thought of me having STDs because I'd like pumped a lot of guys. Mm. Sorry, pumped is a Scotticism. <laughs> he was constantly trying to say that um, I had AIDS, uh, and I was like. I don't and he was like you have a lump on your neck I think it's a lymph node and it's the start of your immune system breaking down could you not just say like I've been tested I don't know why I'm trying to like argue with this person I was like an insane I I actually became too frightened to get tested by the way I don't have AIDS (laughs) but when I found out I didn't I was gonna like get in touch with him on Facebook this is how much I hate him yeah I was gonna get in touch and be like I'm so sorry you were right like I'm a (laughs) slut and I, I did, because I had so much anonymous cock, you now have HIV, probably. <laughs> like, that sounds terrible, but I'm going to tell you what you did to me, and then you'll be no, like... No, I mean, it's not... I, I, I understand. Yeah, no, <laughs> the, I the level of, like... Yeah, yeah, um, no, I understand that, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, because that's, that's, that's really cruel um, 
verbal abuse just yeah so it started with that but like when you're like 18 or 19 you don't really go you have nothing to compare it to either yeah exactly oh "Oh, someone oh someone loves me this is what love is and i've seen movies yeah things happen in movies yeah yeah and so and you're reading sylvia plath (laughs) i was reading a ton of sylvia plath and like and sex and stuff so like um so in my, yeah you don't have any because if I went out with a guy now that tried to say that I would be like fuck off yeah. now yeah um but anyway I don't remember when he started um strangling me but there was definitely a point where I was like oh, this isn't normal yeah. <laughs> like to or this isn't normal to be having like physical fights was a it lot. During, okay so it was during fights not during it wasn't sex like or anything. no, it wasn't like sex fights. It was just fight fights. <laughs> I don't mean like sex. And like, I just mean like it's possibility to it's it's very possible to be abused like during sex, and then he does something. Oh and you're yeah, like, oh, sorry, oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Sorry. But no, this is just you guys are arguing, and then and then he starts strangling you. Yeah, we would, um, and then there was like uh, or like play fighting would turn into like terrible fighting, Jesus. and then there was one time where uh, like. But then I thought I was responsible for it because there was one time he was pinning me down and I couldn't breathe, so I headbutted him and uh, cracked his nose. So then I was like, oh, well, it's me as well. Right. But, then, but even um, if you hadn't done that, you probably would have thought it was your fault anyway. Um, or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe the well, there was one time, things. there was so many different things happened. There was one time where like I had a bruise on my temple and my mum asked me, what it was and I was like oh um uh, he hit me and my mom was like well you've always been cheeky and I was like what yeah <laughs> but now in hindsight I'm like that you're not supposed to say that no because then he did a, a did that did that then did you then internalize that and be like oh okay I'm cheeky well I just was like by your mom I was like oh no one's really you kind of just go into this like zombified days. Yeah. Uh, and I became, and he was like cheating on me a lot. And um, I sort of stopped. I wasn't like eating very much. So then that makes you more stupid because you've not got glucose going to your brain. Right. So I just sort of walked around in a, um, just depressed all the time. But then um, uh, it culminated in a really serious attack where he like tried to, um, he like bit me in the face and he like oh smashed all my stuff up and then he um, put a pillow over my face and tried to smother me um, and after that that was when I was like this is probably an issue yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I went to the police and stuff and then and after had you been all, keeping it a secret up until that point and like well, did he apologize like what was what was there the was pattern? like, like there was all this do stuff. that and then apologize and be like I'm not yeah like every that everything yeah. that you yeah. read about like typical yeah yeah it was, like every time we had a bad fight he would like turn up really repentant and be so sweet and yeah. so lovely to me and it's then like being addicted to hangovers it was really addictive yeah um and I just thought it was really romantic which is so stupid and also you it's too embarrassing to tell your friends right yeah because you've been going on about how much you have yeah. a great boyfriend and, and stuff. if you're lying to yourself like there's no way you're yeah, going to be like oh yeah. i'm gonna say these things out loud so i can hear myself say them to somebody else yeah there like, and then after, i don't want them to tell me that it's terrible because i know it's terrible yeah but i'm not ready to deal with it 
Yeah, after my mum's or I've just brushed it away because I and my dad were in the middle of splitting up so she was just nuts anyway. Mm. Um, but after that, I was like, oh, well, it must not count. But I just became used to things like him uh, chasing me through Edinburgh, which helped the weight loss as well. <laughs> like chasing, chasing, you, me. chasing you how? Just like I'm going to hit you and then... Well, there was sort of arguments in uh, restaurants where he would storm it or where he would... I don't, there was one time where... He was so jealous, he wanted to look in my phone uh, and then, I don't remember what, I just remember him chasing me through Edinburgh and I was thinking, this is mental, yeah. and chased me through the train station and then I got on a train, but then he got on the train with me and escorted me back to my hometown and oh. you just feel like, uh, sort of in the middle of this thing. You just can't talk to anyone about it because it becomes so embarrassing. There was one time where he phoned, there was some guy that was in a tutorial class of mine at uni who I'd only spoken to at uni a couple of times and was acquaintances with. Yeah. And he like phoned him because you thought, oh, it's like man's name. She must be like seeing him or something. So that was mortifying. So then it becomes too embarrassing to go to university because everyone's like, yeah, I got, did you get a call off <laughs> of her insane boyfriend? Yeah. Um, and the, but yeah, after, after like the big attack thing, I like went to the police and, the, and then my parents were like, how have you lost so much weight? And I was like, because I've been getting strangled regularly, like I told you. Yeah. But yeah, suddenly my parents paid attention after that. But it was almost a relief once that happened because... It was Every, big enough that you could... Yeah, it was like everyone to. acknowledged it, but I was like, but it's been going on this whole time. Yeah. But then embarrassingly after that, it like went to court and we got back together again, even though there was a... <laughs> <laughs> there was like a restraining order on him. Yeah, yeah. And one time the police came at my house to like just give me the latest on the court case and I was hiding him in my bedroom but I just was like this is so romantic <laughs> Sylvia Plath bit Ted Hughes's ear when they first met at Cambridge <laughs> uh, it's it's so it's so common in abusive relationships for people to get back together a few times before they actually like yeah. break up do you remember like what what was it that brought you that like let him back into your life and when because you know when, when he um tried to uh finish me off or whatever right. that was when one of the times we'd broken up for ages and that's like i've read since that's the commonest time that it happens um but but then after that he was like why did you do this and he was like crying and he was like i just came here tonight to say i loved you and i want to marry you and i was like why would you try and uh, kill me then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why I was saying to you, oh, I want to talk about this in an Edinburgh show. <laughs> That's not going to, no one's going to laugh about that. I um, don't know. I think it's a very relatable experience. Well, I found, one thing I found funny is like, at the, it's like the thinnest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and like everyone... Yeah. 
everyone was like, Farron, you look amazing. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. thanks. I want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's like a weirdly common experience. Yeah. At my thinnest, I was the absolute most miserable, most yeah. self-destructive. And everyone's like, what are you doing? What's yeah, happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a girl came up to me and was like, what, what have you done? And I was like, I don't eat food. And then like about yeah. a year later, I saw the same girl and she was really skinny. And I was like, oh my, my tips. <laughs> have worked <laughs> but um uh yeah it was it, it was um uh but I always think oh I'd love to get back to being that weight but then I'm like what why do I think that's gonna be when I'm happy like I think loads of we- women think yeah if I can just be this perfect weight then I'll be happy but I was my perfect weight and I it was when I was getting strangled on the regular so yeah yeah because my current boyfriend was like, if you want, I can start doing that every time you've got to do TV or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I've uh, got, yeah, like, I've, I've fantasized about like pretending that I'm going through something awful. So I stop eating or, which is yeah. a, a, a terrible thing. No, I think that yeah, as I, well. Yeah. When I was, when I was at my thinnest, when everyone was like, Oh my God, you're amazing. Yeah. I was, I was miserable and was just not eating. I just like had no appetite. Yeah. I had to eat only when I was like passing out. I was like, Oh, okay. I guess I have to eat something. Because yeah. Like, Cause you get weird. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you get sort of weird tummy pains or whatever. Yeah. But, um, Which is not true of everyone. But like if you're built like I don't think I'm I don't think I'm built to be super thin. I think yeah, I think anorexics get um get a high from the fasting, apparently. Like yeah. it's almost a euphoric high. Mm. But I basically exist between my next meal, like I'm proper <laughs> obsessed with food. Um but yeah, anyway, um, but he didn't fit the picture of what I thought. Because I thought that kind of thing. I think because I was at a good university and stuff, I was like, this is something that happens to like other people. Of course, yeah. And I and didn't. If you've got your shit together otherwise, like. Yeah, I you thought I did. That you can handle those things. Yeah. Um, but it was like, yeah, we got back together while the court thing was going on. And then he. Uh, got me to write a letter to the court saying, asking for like leniency. Mm-hmm. And I wrote one, but then I wrote it and was like, he didn't really mean it when he bit uh, my face and spat on me and suffocated me. And he read it and he was like, this makes it sound even worse. And, he, <laughs> and, and then I was, I just started to feel really ground down again. So I went, you just write it and I'll sign it. And then I just handed it in. Cause you just sort of like, I don't know how to, it's it's because this is like what over ten years ago, so it's kind of hard to relate that to how I feel about things now. Like I can't uh, imagine being like that with someone again. Right. Yeah, I think I think like things like that could creep on, creep in. Well, you know, before I, so I've dated my current boyfriend five years and before I met him, I dated someone for like two months and he started, it was eerily similar to Mm. um, the guy I had before, like just started doing all the same things, just the little warning signs. Uh, And then um, he said I was evil one night and I was like, bye, (laughs) and just dumped him. Yeah, no. <laughs> but 
I can't believe how normal my current boyfriend is. <laughs> <laughs> so that must be nice, though. Yeah, it's good. I I just watched this film last night caught on Netflix called Take This Waltz. Oh yeah, yeah have I you see seen it. it? Yeah, yeah. Oh it's, my god, yeah, it's lovely with Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman and Michelle Williams. That honestly, that is my life. It's so interesting that. <laughs> uh, well, it's interesting how once you're in a happy relationship, you look for a gap to mm. fill. Yeah. Any any flaws or whatever, because then by the end, of, or you can't say spoilers, but like basically, <laughs> I think you can spoil. So there's going to be a spoiler for Take This Waltz, which has been out for five years. <laughs> I think you can yeah, I don't think many people are going to watch this. Uh, very good independent film. Well, yeah, she's looking for a gap in her happiness, uh, so she leaves her lovely husband Seth Rogen for this all right guy that lives across the road, <laughs> and then and then at the end. She rides him a lot, but then she's like, oh, me and Seth Rogen had a lot more. Mm. But that, honestly, that film is like the way I am with my boyfriend and baby talk and all that. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. become very domesticated and stuff. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely relate to that. Like, um, yeah, I had a therapist who said that the, like, searching for problems and relationships is just trying to recreate past trauma and like trying to make it right I mean there's so many theories about that because I think that's such a common thing I totally think we look for someone that's uh our parents um Mm. that just that whole thing of you go out with someone like your dad and then um then that's complicated if you your dad wasn't around or whatever yeah yeah. I had a really complicated relationship with my mom and so when like I can see in past relationships going out with men who are like my mom really Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. never yeah because I've always wondered if people got because I I think people have more I mean I'm biased but I think people have more mother issues than dad issues anyway and and I'm kind of annoyed I'm kind of annoyed by the whole like she has Danny issues like as if that's just like a female exclusive thing yeah yeah uh, I get on great with my dad he's pretty um weird but um <laughs> my boyfriend's uh freakishly similar to but I don't think that's you're just looking for something familiar really yeah 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 and I'd say yeah my boyfriend's not unlike my dad they don't look anything alike but they're both like really nice people yeah yeah but yeah my mom my mom who's who's passed who I always feel like oh. I always feel bad saying negative things about her because she's no longer alive but um yeah I've had some bad relationships with people who have like said mean things to me and then apologized right after and my mom used to do that and so yeah it took like going through to a therapist to be like oh I'm dating my mom yeah <laughs> trying to find my mom yeah yeah well apparently girls that have had um that had horrible parents or whatever or had low self-esteem growing up end up in uh, abusive uh fucked up relationships more because mm. uh because i think i went out with someone horrible because i was Everything they said that was bad, I sort of believed that deep down. So you're just looking oh, to. Hi. You scared the shit hey. out of me. Hey, in a taxi at the gig. Come in. 
walking. <laughs> you know, Sorry. you can talk. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Um, yes. <laughs> Are you walking now? Yeah, yeah, we can, we can, we can wrap it up. Get a taxi with me. I was very slow to. I've got money. <laughs> I'll set that in an angry way. Sorry for interrupting. Oh no, you're fine. You're no, fine. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you are no longer in an abusive relationship. <laughs> the end of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, um, do you do you have any parting words? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was only joking when I said the end, but I guess I should go with the gig. Um, yeah. <laughs> in the end, everything was okay because I found <laughs> I found my strength in comedy. You know, you know what we'll do? We'll do this. Uh, so you're so you're working you're working on your friend show right now called Suffer Fools. Yeah. Um, and right now, like it's in development. What we'll do is a two-part podcast, mm. and we'll do the second half in Edinburgh. I'll record oh, the second yeah. half in Edinburgh. It'd yeah. be funny if then I'm like, it turns out that story of being nearly murdered <laughs> does not work in comedy. <laughs> right. Um, look, I think it's interesting. Can't really. I don't really have any conclusion to draw on it. Well, let's instead of conclusion conclusions to be that, yeah yeah to be continued but like what is your like what are your what are your hopes and fears re edinburgh because i'm going to check in with you oh during the run and see um, how it's I just, going well i just want the show to be uh 50 minutes long because at <laughs> the moment it's not that right, yeah it's about 15 to 20 minutes long mm. uh and i want it to be good but, and I don't want, and my fears are that this is going to be quite a spectacular downfall, uh, which it could be. But uh, last year, you said you said that you had imposter syndrome re all the success. So there's there's no possible downfall. Well, Ruth came to the show on. I was just pretend she's not here. <laughs> Ruth came in my show on a day where I was where it was not a five star show, and I, I can't remember if it was you or Heidi. You or Heidi came on a day where I was like, I'm so sorry, and I was like, I've let you down because you're the future of comedy. <laughs> but I, I, I basically go nuts during the fringe, and I stop, and because you're saying the same show every day, you yeah. stop having any kind of perspective on anything, and like. I've got a lot of friends that when they get back from, I mean, it is just a fucking arts festival in the grand scheme of things. Yes. But then when I get home, a lot of my friends have nightmares about the fringe after, and I had it last year. Really? For like, yeah, you just dream of like, cause you, it's just too much work, man, for a month. But I'm going to take all my Xanax this year for take it up with me and that'll maybe help. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll check in with you at the fringe and see how you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. All right. 
hope you enjoyed that chat with Fern Brady. See her show at Edinburgh. If you're there, go, 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 go. Just just Google Fern Brady Edinburgh. She's going to be playing at the stand every day at 12 noon. See her show. Um, and now here is a clip from the uh, This Feels Terrible live show. If you'd like to hear the full show, you can do that by um, going to patreon.com slash Aaron McGathy. And if you become a patron of the show, you get an extra episode every week, including the live shows. Uh, yeah. So there's that. But enjoy the sneaky free preview of the This Feels Terrible live show uh, with... Comedians Heber Hanley, Edwin Salmon, Ronan Carey, and Davey Riley. <laughs> okay, uh, so now for this, there's there's no like great cha- transition. No, there is. Okay, so Davey, go ahead and sit down on the couch. Um, but I'll keep a yeah, grab a, one of the mics over there. So this, what we're doing now, um, I realized a couple weeks ago that um, all of the men who I had met and became friends with since I moved to Dublin who were in long relationships had actually like in the last several several months have have ended their relationships including Davey who is in a six-year relationship you're saying so that's not coincidence that is a, a common common denominator then is yeah re- really like I know I didn't make it happen but I am like the common denominator so I invited all of these <laughs> men here tonight uh, just to talk to them about their breakups this is bad boys sad boys broken heart couch yay <laughs> don't you are it's a great thing where are the yeah? other sad boys right, so welcome this is Heber Hanley <laughs> Ronan Carey <laughs> And Edwin Salmon. All right. Hey, bad boys, sad boys. Uh, Hello. Let me give everybody a mic. (laughs) Two over. That's all right. Um, Hello. All right. So. um, (laughs) There you go. Um, Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. I just want a bottle of wine, so... Oh, very good. Okay, just just so everyone can get kind of an idea of what's happening here, uh, why don't we go down the line and you just say your name and how long your relationship was and how long it's been since the breakup. This feels like a cattle mart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nobody wants a part of. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to commit to this idea. This is fine. You all agree to it. And I (laughs) sent the email, so... Is this going to transition to the saddest game of Blind Date? (laughs) No, no. This is good. You know, this is is good because breaking up is... I mean, raise your hand if you've never broken up with anyone. Right? Oh, you've only been broken up with. I see. That's not really what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll start. We'll start Wait. with that, just so, and then it's and then it's going to get fun and amazing. Wait, is this not a bo- is this not a boy band ad- audition? <laughs> <laughs> I've been going to these for years. I'm really hopeful. Still, <laughs> I'll get there someday. Um, my name's Edwin Salmon. I, I, what's the question? How long was the relationship? Uh, how long was your relationship, and, and how two, fresh was the breakup? Two years and, and a bit something. I can't remember. It's probably a reason why. It's that inaccuracy. Um, yeah. That Sorry, just, it's that inaccuracy at timekeeping yeah, that just cost you two and a bit and it's been since what April I suppose yeah mm. a couple of months pretty fresh mm-hmm. pretty, pretty fresh, fresh. Yeah. pretty fresh Sorry. Uh, Ronan yeah uh, 
Do we say our names again? Yep, say yeah. Again. <laughs> I'm Ronan Carey, and uh, my relationship was uh, one one week short of a, a year. Um, so get the fuck off this couch. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I know. No, when you feel your feet. We all only went through it backstage. Uh, and so, yeah, that was, uh, uh, it was it was May 9th. So, uh, yeah, it didn't, probably not good to know the exact date. Uh, <laughs> Sounds but, like it didn't make an impression on you at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of so, came yeah, and went. So you didn't two, notice. So two months, two months. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Heber? Uh, my name is Heber Hanley. Um, <laughs> uh, we were going out for six years and uh, three months. It was three months on Saturday. And I remember the date because it was four days after my birthday. <laughs> it was actually, no, I'll get into it later, but it was two days into a four day holiday that we broke up. <laughs> I mean, there's no what? good time. You never say, like, hey, we broke up uh, the day after New Year's. And people are like, that's awesome. That was a great. <laughs> That's a great day. That's Actually, a good breakup day. September 10th. It worked. Oh, yeah. That's a good day to break yeah, up with someone. September 10th, 2018. It's far away from the holiday. <laughs> that is the day nobody's going to remember. That is fine. We've got bigger problems. Very good. Uh, go on. Uh, uh, David Riley. Uh, see, this is a weird, like, it's been X amount of time. It's like confessions, like first yeah, confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like priest, like, how long since you did, uh, you did this? Uh, six <laughs> this, could, this could also be called reevaluate your friendship with Aaron Couch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, not, that's not how confessions work. The priest doesn't go, how long has it been since you've done this sin? Unless <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to the wrong confessions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't just have a list of sins that they tick yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Like an empty. When did I murder that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but sorry, Davey, I spoke over you. That's fine. I was finished. <laughs> oh, looks like we're breaking up again. <laughs> uh, great. Let me grab my notes. Oh, no, my notes. My notes. My notes. My notes have gone. Um, oh, no. No, but I have special... It's just the words. I have special Add questions. Okay. Uh, we're live, coast to coast. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, I, I want you guys to... Okay, I do remember some of my questions. All right, what what is? Um, and you guys can talk amongst yourselves while I'll run back and grab my my questions. But what is? It's philosophical question. What did she tell you? I didn't mean literally talk. <laughs> okay, we can. Stoic. Um, well, fine. I mean stoic. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go down the line again, and I want you to just say. <laughs> I want you to say one word that encaps, like one word that you think really reflects, and literally one word, no cheating. One word that 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 if you had to choose one word that sums up the way that you felt during the breakup, and it can be abstract, it can be whatever, but I want you to just say the the one word. All right, hold on. You know, you dropped out on us and then you Yeah, we have leave. to say it to no one. No, really relive the, the breakup. Yeah, like, just distill it down to a single <laughs> word. Like, what was the purest, most singular word yeah, you could describe like, that Say pain. it to the void. Say yeah, it to yeah, the yeah. void. <laughs> Come on, guys. She's given us one word to play with. <laughs> Four words. That'll eat up 30 seconds, right? <laughs> yeah. And we can't say caterpillar or something. It has to be truthful. Yeah. I, w- I would say angry was how you oh, felt during yeah. the breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Fair, yeah, yeah. Angry. That's, yeah, not much to interpret there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, angry. Hey. I said angry, Aaron. I heard you, yeah. yeah. Angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> they just pipe it into the back as well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, 
distant is the word I would have to say because mm. uh, we we broke up in May, but I hadn't seen her since February either. The whole relationship was very long distance. She probably I should have said that as well. That was a pretty bad, Mark. If yeah, I just hadn't seen her in four months yeah. anyway, she probably yeah, could have guessed. Yeah. Could have seen it coming. When you say you broke up, yeah. did you just remember that you were in a relationship? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> you were blinded in an act. It's like leaving the immersion on. Like, yeah. Oh fuck, that's was what it cost was me. Was it a thing where you had been keeping up your side of the relationship, and then because uh, I know she broke up with you? Yeah, just based yeah. On yeah. Oh, you, you can piece that together from the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, she, um, it was a weird, uh, like, month before it where, yeah, uh, just very, the whole, distant is the word. We were very, uh, uh, she was very distracted and so on up to, oh, God. This is my favorite one word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. on yeah. speedboats. Yeah. Heber. We can rip by. Confused. Oh. <laughs> I want I want someone to say a word that people boo. <laughs> Horny. Bullshit, lad. Bullshit. <laughs> Gleeful. <laughs> just I extra contishness. And then she's just like, oh, this is somebody I love and they're crying and I'm, I feel like the worst person in the world. Like Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I see. So you felt like a cunt. Hmm? You um, sound like a cunt? Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll get oh, the crowd to boo yet. <laughs> what is this, a man with self-awareness? Yeah. <laughs> I needed <laughs> on the, I need a clarification on the positive, of the Hey, bad boys, sad boys. <laughs> on, a, on the positive side of things, and maybe this is positive. <laughs> hey, it's my uncle. I don't want to get drunk at the party. Hey. <laughs> you grew up so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm glad we were both there. We both knew exactly. Um, now you're, now um, he's the uncle you do want to get drunk at the party. Jeez, oh, dark times. Um, uh, okay, so uh, bad boys, sad boys. Um, when you're when you're going through when people are going through breakups, they tend to explore different things that they didn't when they were in a relationship, or they go back to something they did before, or maybe just do something that was kind of outside of their identity when they were with that person. Is there anything that you do now that's different? Uh, that's something you didn't do when you were in the relationship, aside from just <laughs> showing sl- up at slamming house. <laughs> puss or whatever. Okay. Sorry, I said it that way. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. I don't like that. I don't mean that. Aside feminist, from having yeah, nice on. consensual sex. Oh, okay. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there something to do different now? Yeah, or is there something like my? Oh God, I never, I never really explored my love of bird watching or something like that. Well, I did, I, did, I did do a lot of drugs uh, in That's the initial something. part of the breakup, but I don't think that was... Hey, I... Hang on, what, in the initial, oh, but like during. I wonder if drugs are still good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do them again and see. Because I did you, drugs in the relationship. No, that was just to sort of numb myself. Right. When you do were doing anymore. the drugs, were you, were you just tennis. talking about your breakup? Tennis. I'm playing more tennis now. Ah. Mm-hmm. I used to play tennis. Now I'm playing it again. <laughs> Round of applause, guys. Yeah, yeah. anyone else? Tennis like, is not cold for anything, by the way. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. These questions will just be for the <laughs> think, for the couch, so if I you don't think, have any... I think any... the fact that I can't notice any behavioral changes is probably a sign of why the relationship fails. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. spend a lot of time in my pajamas on the couch when it's mm. nice out still. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that. 
Man, I was on, on so many drugs, I don't know whose pajamas I was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Ronan, you, you, you were in a long-distance relationship, so that must kind of change yeah. like the way you live your yeah. everyday life. Well, it was it certainly... Yeah, in a weird way, I would have to say there was there was less uh, guilt in a constant way. Mm. You would just always feel guilty for not trying to be in constant contact. Of right, yeah. Or another. And yeah, and so one thing that does sort of change is just... Uh, you, 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 yeah, your, your evenings become free in, right. uh, uh, in, in not a way you particularly wanted. It must also be extra weird if you're in a long distance relationship because it's not like things are still kind of feel, feel the same because she's still not there. It's still the exact same situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember when we were... Like, kind of just like finding yeah. out that, that Santa Claus isn't real or something yeah, and exactly. you just have to I'm still gonna get This pregnant. is how we find out. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember, I, like even when we were together, I was aware of the fact that, you know, doing things there's there's no context for her here in some ways you know she spent so little time here that uh it was going to be i always knew that it would be easier with a breakup for the idea that well at least i'm not going to be constantly reminded of everything uh and then i was so that was that just backfired horribly uh yeah because the little time she spent here just just sort of goes into your not memories yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it just stays there speaking of that like is there what what has what has surprised you and made you sad that you didn't expect to make you sad? Uh, the smell of the stairs in the Weston Hotel. Uh, huh. Yeah. It was like a week ago and I walked up it and just oh got a, a whiff and I was right back. Uh, yeah. in uh, She was from California, so I was in California. Oh, and we, oh God, yeah. we just, we roll around on those stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did linger. I just Say sort of no lingered more. and Californians I tried to love figure stairs. out yeah, what it was. Uh, <laughs> She's from, where is she from in California? Santa Barbara. Oh, California. say no more. Just <laughs> 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 kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a beautiful place. I'm, yeah, you really, it's you've great. missed no, it's out. Great. Yeah, no, it's you lost pretty. a great thing. It's really pretty. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm sorry. Why am I? I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you nagging us? Huh? Is that what this is? Naming you? Nagging. Oh, nagging. Um, no, it's probably, you know, it's connection through nagging. <laughs> oh, nagging yeah. by proxy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's that? Yeah. Some of the horses. Sure. <laughs> nagging. <laughs> Was that negative thing in me, Jiggy? Is it? No one give Uncle Sam Time any, any more, more booze. <laughs> hey, what did I say? <laughs> I fuck everything up again. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, uh, anyone else have anything else that surprised them and made them sad? I wouldn't say it surprised me, but I, <laughs> I um, <laughs> I know it's coming. we were living together, and she moved away, and then. We, she was away and she was going to come back and then she decided she didn't want to come back so we broke up. So I was still living in her old apartment with uh, her sister and her sister's wife. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, her sister looks a lot like her. (laughs) So I'd come in and be like, oh, no, it's not. And that would, uh, so there's like a constant reminder of... If that was a sitcom, it'd be funny. Yeah. (laughs) Real life don't work out like that, does yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But the premise would just be white guy lives with lesbians. Whoa! Actually, yeah. It was pretty funny. I used to do a lot of like impressions of straight white men. It felt like minstreling for this <laughs> gay interracial couple. I'd be like, but what about my opinion? And they'd be like, more, more. Just throwing coins at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is. I, I think there's someone from RTE here tonight, so <laughs> it's a done deal. Oh, so we're we're gonna play a game. 
Uh, so I brought everyone's favorite kind of ice cream. Aww. Yeah. Aww. That. You texted me earlier wondering, and then I oh. realized there's no fridge back there. So. Gryken. Yeah, it's a little... Oh, yeah. no, there was Gryken no ice cream, my favorite brand. Yeah. Did you actually little, both independently say mint with chocolate is your favorite ice cream? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Actually, mint chocolate. My ex-girlfriend's favorite ice cream was uh, vanilla, and she used to get really annoyed that people would talk about like blandness as vanilla. She's not like, it's not nothing flavored, it's vanilla right. flavored. <laughs> it's like a big thing for her. Kind of right. sounds anymore. like she was a uh, vanilla ice cream. No, no one, no one take any, stop. Oh, you can do that, sorry. Sorry, it's, it's so melted. It's yeah, yeah, no, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, will I take the lid off? Electrocute. Sorry, yes, take the lid off, yeah. So we're going to play, we're going to play, I don't know why I said you couldn't take any bites. Uh, I guess, this is stupid of me. Okay. Um, I mean, Aaron, it's... Is it really? This couch no, really does fit four guys <laughs> snugly. And the, the meltiness of the ice cream is meant to symbolize the end of your relationship and how it resembles what it once was, but it will never feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not really that was just a brilliant improvisation okay sure uh, should all right. it technically just be colder inside yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so uh, we're gonna play a relationship themed game of never have I ever with you guys and you'll just be silent and if you have done the thing you'll take a bite of ice cream <laughs> what if I, I, lost what if I just want to eat the ice cream it's delicious I lost my spoon um, but oh, uh, there's another spoon. But also, like when you take the bite of ice cream, um, because everyone here on stage is, is an actor, a comedian. I would I would like you to also be kind of funny, auditioning be really for. Funny. No, just kind of do a take. Do your best take to camera of like, Ooh, like like you've been caught with the ice cream. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Never have I ever dumped someone. So if you have done someone... How does this game work? I've never... I've, I've oh, you take... So if you have done the thing, you take a bite of ice cream. Oh, okay. Also, make some friends. Oh. Should we do it in... Should we do it in order? So we... <laughs> should we do it in order so we can really play up the takes? Or no, no, no. Just, just do it at once. Just do it at once. Yeah. All right, okay. So if you have never, done someone, if you have done okay. someone, take a bite of ice cream. Okay. Great. Very good. Never have I ever... <laughs> never have I ever kissed in the rain... What? Oh, yeah, props. <laughs> oh, I bought. Th- I got these from. I bought. I certainly did not buy them. I got them from a from a website called NeverHaveIEver.com. Beard is no good. Never have I ever kissed a stranger. Huh? Well, well, we've all kissed strangers. These are all very. Tame. Okay, this this one's these are meant to be relationship themed, and th- this is this is out of left field. Never have I ever farted and blamed it on a pet. <laughs> so if you have, none of us are cartoon characters. <laughs> I own my shit. Sorry. <laughs> Run around high fiving people. Yeah. Ed, have you? You looks like you're racking your brain. No, no, I I, uh, I took a shit once and blamed it on a dog, but. Um... <laughs> But that, that wasn't the question. So I'm not eating the ice cream. This is, this is interesting. And, and the microphone just hit my balls. <laughs> but when you say you blamed it on a dog, do you mean like you said it was the dog shit, or that you were like that dog made me shit? Okay. Uh, also, come, where were you? No, no, that's a visual laxative. It was uh, it was a large dog. So let's say. Never have I ever had my parents ask me if I was a virgin. <laughs> have your parents ever 
asked or the, if they have asked you if you're a virgin oh, interesting yeah you can they eat have. it no they haven't oh they haven't okay <laughs> interesting yeah. oh my dad asked maybe yeah. that's a american thing on the podcast or <laughs> on the podcast no. all the loud sex noises coming from my room when i was a teenager Probably turn that video down Ed. masturbating <laughs> <laughs> porn yeah. <laughs> they didn't have to ask yeah yeah, yeah. you guys <laughs> i love you guys never have i ever uh, had a crush on a friend's parent. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. They <laughs> have to do one for each parent. <laughs> More ice cream for Heber, please. <laughs> on a never, confession box. <laughs> never have I ever dated the same person twice. Huh? So we weed if we haven't. Oh, no, we if we haven't. No, if you have. Okay. If you have, yeah, yeah. I have fancied my friend's mother. <laughs> Go buy no, yeah, the ice cream. I, I, I did eat. I did eat. Yeah. Never have I ever been cheated on. So take a bite if you have been cheated on. Oh, sad boys, bad boys. I'm doing. Aww. I'm doing like a half spoon because it didn't yeah. really count. With the fucking milkman as well. <laughs> There's another sitcom. <laughs> really? With the milkman? With the fucking milkman. Is there? Are you a that... thousand years old? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a, here's a story. I was taking my horse and cart um, <laughs> to deliver my, deliver my dowry of four pigs. And suddenly there was the milkman. <laughs> no, really? What, what do you mean? There was, there, yeah, yeah. So there's just a milkman. There's a milkman. I come from a small town. There's okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. How does this feel now that you're eating ice cream yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. eating? Oh, candies, this must be this must be bringing a lot of things up. Uh, okay, one last question. <laughs> two. Okay, wait. Two more questions. Never have I ever been engaged. Have any of you ever been engaged? In foreplay. Aww. Good, good boys, good boys. <laughs> Never did foreplay. <laughs> Well, how do you define foreplay, though? There's no biological purpose. <laughs> no, I, I prefer afterplay. <laughs> sleep. <Okay. laughs> sexy, sexy sleep. <laughs> does, it, does anyone have a never have I ever for the bad boy, sad boys? <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I'm going to ask a question, and then you can you can you can prepare, <laughs> Pre- prepare person. Okay. Never have I ever gone somewhere in the presence of a member of the opposite sex just to be seen by an ex. It's a complex question. <laughs> no. no, we're not. It's not that. I don't sad. play games. <laughs> when it's not blind date, guys. Right? Right? <laughs> okay, okay. By the way, I would like to point point out to all of you that this is like the best wing manning ever. I think. Oh, what? Is it? Yeah. Putting, us on a, putting us on a big stage. We're on Yeah, look at how damaged they are. You know, <laughs> I mean, I thought, I thought it was... I thought giving away a second Apple Watch was sad? Yeah. No, no, no. What are we here for the sad boys? Ten, give me ten. That's <laughs> ten. I thought it was, but then the audience yeah, made no noise, so maybe this is just like... Uh, what's... <laughs> um, no, you guys. You guys are all great. These are all fine boys. They're all available for um, for talks and just listening. And um, <laughs> someone, I just heard someone go, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All how right. Ma- the how, final. The how final many question hot babes is, are here, is though, brought just, to us by to sure. our prepared question. What is a, what is your final question for the bad boys, sad boys? 
Very good. Moriarty has a question. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever, okay, never have I ever, see this is the opposite of wing manning, but you can explain yourself if you'd like to. You can also lie if you like, but don't. I've never been cheated. Yay, Ronan. Oh, just a little lick. I'll flick on the back of the spoon because. (laughs) Is that what the cheating was as well? Yeah, 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 I got there first. Everyone, well done. And you can keep your ice cream. (laughs) You can keep your ice cream. That's it for this week's show, guys. I hope that you enjoyed that. I hope that you are doing all right. Um, I'm sorry about all the self-promotion, but please see my Edinburgh Fringe show if you're going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe. And... um, yeah, just, you know, live your lives and have... It sounded like I said live your lives. So if you have multiple, if you're going to be living multiple lives, then I guess live each and every one of them and take care of yourselves and each other, as Garrison Keeler would say, and be brave, be kind. McGath attack. Pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.